really gender should not be part of the discussion. It should be about swing speed. It should be about wrist to floor measurements. It should be about attack and path. It should be about spin and launch and ball speed to get the right setup. Really the, the gender of the golfer is far less important than the launch conditions that that golfer is creating. Absolutely, I think you nailed that. Um, it's my pet peeve when I go to a fitting bay and the first thing that someone does is build me something in women's that thing is gonna go dead right for me and it's not gonna fit. And nobody really kind of takes the time to ask those pre-fit interview questions. This is the Fitting Room Podcast. Here's your host, Nate Adelman. One of the most common questions we get here on the Fitting Room is, am I good enough to get fit for clubs? You know, it'll be, it might be it's a beginning golfer, maybe it's a high handicap golfer, and they'll say, you know, like, I'm gonna, you know, hit a bunch of balls into the woods anyway. Why do I need to get fit? You know, it's not gonna uh, help my scores too much. And I hope, I mean, at least if people are listening to this show, you've bought in on the concept of fitting. You've bought in on uh, why it's important for golfers of all skill levels to get fit. Probably even more important um, for you know the beginning golfer, higher handicap golfer. The next most common question, or one of the next most common questions we get is from female golfers who say, hey, the most club companies only have one option for Lady Flex. So what's the point on getting fit? Don't I just want to buy the, the Women's Flex Club or the, uh, the club for women? Because there's just quite frankly, fewer options. And so I wanted to spend this episode really digging into the validity of that statement. Um, and hopefully, if you get, get where I'm going, we will debunk that big time. Um, and to help me do that is a first-time guest on The Fitting Room. I'm really, really excited to have her. And that is Kim Johnson. Kim, welcome to The Fitting Room. Hey, thank you for having me my first podcast. And Kim, as a newer member of the Callaway Marketing Group, um, but also a first-time member here on The Fitting Room, I'd love for you to give just a little background on you know, what you've been up to for the last uh, decade or so. Whole decade. I love it. Um, so uh, I joined the team here at Callaway probably just close to almost a year now. So it's going to be a year. I started as actually as a sales product trainer. Um, so I was doing that for about six months with Dick Sporting Goods, traveling around the country, training people on all of our products, how to speak to them, how to fit with them. Uh, and then when all this crazy COVID happened, I actually jumped into the role of retail marketing. So I've been an associate manager of retail marketing, which is something I did previously at a different manufacturer for a while. Um, and then in that prior experience as well as an event manager. So I uh, helped throw PGA show sales meeting. So we, we took that kind of history of fitting and uh, planning and kind of put that together to help give me one, a role in the women's task force here at Callaway, but then also um, in this retail marketing role. So, And uh, so a golf industry veteran, we can say very, <laughs> very safe to say that. Um, now, one of the things that I, uh, uh, I would say admire about you or I'm really impressed by you also is um, a little bit of the extracurriculars you've done in golf. A lot of extracurriculars. So um, I played high school golf at Westview High School here nearby in San Diego area. I played college golf at UC Davis up in Sacramento. I played the mini tours, cactus tour for about three years. That was not for me. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Worked at Rancho Bernardo Inn as an assistant golf professional. I was a golf instructor at an uh, academy nearby as well for a little bit and also coached at San Diego State for about a year. So kind of tried it all out before finding my way to an OEM and then kind of landing here at Callaway. So when it comes to, you know, in terms of programming this show and, you know, when the, 
the fitting room team got together and said, hey, we really want to do an episode on Reva, which we're going to get to. We've teased it the last two episodes, uh, which we just released, which was Big Bertha B21 Woods and Big Bertha B21 Irons. We've teased the idea of Reva because we always ask, what about for our female golfers? And Dave Neville, our guest, has, has teased Reva, so we're going to get into that today. When we were looking for who to be the guest on the show to really break down Reva, we thought, you know, uh, whether it's experience with multiple club manufacturers, teaching professional, um, uh, you know, whether it's uh, working at events, whether it's uh, playing a good player yourself, we said, Kim, I think uh, you're one of the best possible people we could find. So we're <laughs> grateful to have you here to share a lot of your knowledge with us today. Oh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, you, you touched upon it. I think I missed that one is that I'm a class A LPGA teaching and club pro on the side. So have that experience. So I get to see all walks of life with, with the golf world. And I'm happy to talk things all revolutionary. So if, <laughs> if we treat you nice enough today, we get a, a few swing tips out of you. Sure, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so let's start with the big question that we kicked off uh, this episode about which is um, whether it's, you know, a myth or not about you know, may, most club makers maybe have one women's flex or a women's model. So what's the point on getting fit? I'll just buy the women's one. You forgot one color, right? Usually comes right. in one or two. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, do I want purple? Do I want pink? Yeah. Or do I want teal? <laughs> Those are your options. So we, yeah. we want to do things different here at Callaway. And you know that as well is that um, it's very important to get fit. It's not always the Indian. Sometimes it's the arrow and you need, just like you're buying a pair of shoes, you don't buy one size fits all, you buy your size. So this is a great analogy for, for golf fitting in general. And uh, this product that we're releasing, it's revolutionary. Um, this is going to be something that can really help people because um, I think I was watching Dave's podcast last week. And if anyone here hasn't seen it yet, you should definitely should watch it because he does touch upon the fact that People sometimes don't have time for lessons or have the capability for lessons or uh, they're just looking for a quick fix and this product is going to be perfect for that golfer. Um, this will, it has the anti-slice killer in it, just like in Big Bertha B21. Uh, and we can definitely fit this to every single woman because it's di designed for a woman's swing. So let's get, we'll, we'll get into the, uh, the Reva product line in just a moment. Before mm -hmm. we do that, I want to talk a little bit about general women's fitting best practices. So, uh, Kim, let me ask you this, you know, played college golf, uh, good players still today. Surely you use, uh, you know, the women's clubs, women's flex, women's length, all of that, right? I do not. No. I do not. Yes. Um, so currently, oh, this is fine. I love talking specs in my bag. Currently I'm using the Maverick sub zero. Um, and I have a Project X hazardous shaft in there. So okay. uh, this product may not necessarily be for me, especially because if I'm in sub-zero, that means that I kind of already have no problem going left. <laughs> this product is going to be something as a slice killer, so I don't miss to the right. So thank God. <laughs> um, I have my own problems. But So that's right. kind of why um, this, is, this product is designed for a certain person and also a certain swing speed as well. So um, when I'm also looking for a lower spinning driver, that means my spin's a little too high. Um, yeah, so I just, I'm, I'm not maybe the perfect candidate for this one, but this is kind of the beauty of Callaway and how we offer something for all different kinds of women in all different walks of life. So for, a, a, a as a, a gen, general direction, if a, a female golfer is looking for new clubs, mm -hmm. uh, and they're going through the process, it sounds like they should not be constrained by what literally says women's on it or ladies on it 
they should really treat it. Uh, if, if you go to a good fitter and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this from your experience, but if you're going to a good fitter, really gender should not be part of the discussion. It should be about swing speed. It should be about wrist to floor measurements. It should be about attack and path. It should be about spin and launch and ball speed to get the right setup. Really the, the gender of the golfer is far less important than the launch conditions that that golfer is creating. Absolutely. I think you nailed that. Um, it's my pet peeve when I go to a fitting bay and the first thing that someone does is build me something in women's that thing is going to go dead right for me and it's not going to fit. And nobody really kind of takes the time to ask those pre-fit interview questions. That'll really help them kind of gauge where I should be at, what kind of clubs I'm playing. And I think you also hit something on the head with, as, as it regards to fitting, as far as light flex, you see this kind of move away from senior flex and maybe sometimes even women's denoted on certain shafts. You'll see a lot of light because it does, you know, if something works well for an 80 year old man, that's made or quote unquote designed for a woman, then they should absolutely be swinging what's best for them. These like letters on the shaft have absolutely nothing to do with what's perfect for that person. Right. And I know uh, at Callaway here, we work a lot with the women on the LPGA tour and uh, Garrett Pond, who is a frequent member, uh, a frequent guest of this show and a co-host of our live show we do every Monday night on Sirius XM PGA tour radio. He does a lot of builds for the LPGA players and the lengths that they play in clubs oftentimes mirror those that are on the PGA Tour, sometimes even longer because these women are so good at finding the center of the club face. And for them, their key priority is not necessarily hitting it straight because they're really good at that, but it's hitting it farther. And getting a little more distance helps hit it farther. And so I don't think there is, there, there is a general correlation between height and length. But uh, skill level and the way that you launch the ball and your objectives, really it's all about what is your objectives you're trying to get out of your clubs, I believe are, are blind to gender. Totally. Absolutely agree. And, you know, I think your average woman is not going to fit within that 10 to 14 degrees of launch. But for me, that's what I'm looking for. Um, right. And maybe that's something that you're looking for as well, because that's kind of your average, you know, range that you're looking for when you're fitting a golfer. But right. um, a lot of women need to go a little bit higher than that. They need that extra launch to just be able to get it up in the air and to get that distance. So um, it's an interesting relationship when we talk about this, because almost when you're talking about men's clubs, you're kind of looking for those like eight degree heads. And then for women's, you kind of see that kind of tracking up like 10 degrees, 12 and a half degrees. So it's just, um, it's so personalized. Like I think right. the, the one thing anyone should take away is that fitting is so personalized and you're not going to know unless you go through that process yourself. Right. Right. Excellent. So let's get into the Revelina Club. So um, for listeners of this episode, presumably we have to assume they listened to Big Bertha B21 episode two weeks ago, Big Bertha B21 Irons um, last week. And by the looks of it, the clubs have a lot of similarities in terms of the lines of the clubs, the graphics of the clubs. But I have a feeling it's not all that meets the eye. So can you take us through a little bit of the design uh, the design elements, the design characteristics of the Reva line, the Big Bertha Reva? Absolutely. So you nailed it, this revolutionary line of products. So this is going to be actually a new sub-brand from Callaway. So everything kind of moving forward for women's products will live under this Reva brand. Um, so first and foremost, we got that name there. But then also um, what I appreciate most is that R&D took the time to do some research on how women deliver the club. So yes, we could have just taken the BBB21 product and put Reva on there, right? But we didn't. We made something specifically for women, utilizing premium components, 
but then also kind of weighting it uh, length. We, we've touched upon all things loft length um, uh, component wise, just to be sure that this is a lighter product for women uh, and just to make sure that this is a great option for them as well. So, And it's a subtle nuance, but given what we just spoke about, I would say that the research that the Cali R&D department did was finding uh, launch characteristics and swing characteristics that are uh, representative or commonly found amongst female golfers uh, and then and then use that to design the club so it's possible that um, you know just to cover our bases here it's possible that you could have a male who was five four and, sw and swung a driver 75 miles per hour that this would also be a nice setup for Totally. I think you nailed that. Yeah, you have, you know, you do have height playing into there a little bit, but then also swing speed. Swing speed is going to still determine kind of where this product falls for, for, for a certain golfer. And then also just the delivery of the club as well. So we kind of mentioned that, you know, I think what's interesting is as an instructor, you see a lot more men utilizing the ground to get some distance and to get some power. Um, and a lot of women, you're going to see a lot of accuracy out of them, but it's slow and steady. And this product is super game improvement. So you're talking about a certain golfer that falls in that category. So this product is great for that, for that player. So from a technology standpoint that are loaded in the clubs, we're talking the exact same you know, cutting edge state-of-the-art technology we've seen in Big Bertha B21, AI design face, jailbreak technology in the woods. Um, uh, we've got traction carbon and the irons. We have the visible tungsten energy cores. We have uh, 360 face cup, um, AI design faces in the iron. So there's no, uh, there's no takedown, no, no uh, streamlining of the technologies fully loaded when it comes to all of the components that, you know, we've talked about over the last couple of years that have continued to build upon each other in uh, the uh, Callaway lineup of clubs. Let's get into a little bit of the specs. So uh, loft packages, can you compare the loft packages and, and why, they, why they may or may not be the same or different? Yeah, so the, uh, the Big Bertha Reva, uh, we offer, do you want to start with the driver first? Sure, yes. Perfect. Uh, so we have it uh, in a 10.5 and a 12.5, and I talked about that a little bit earlier about how you see kind of this uh, trend towards kind of giving women more loft, being able to get mm -hmm. it up in the air, to stay in the air longer, and to kind of get some more roll out of it as well by being able to launch it up higher. So um, those are some great loft options for them. Plus there's the adjustability factor. We can take that up or down for each model. Um, it's offered in left hand, right hand for both, which is a fantastic opportunity. Sometimes you see a limit in skews. And so right-handed only, that's right. it. Ladies, we got you covered, especially lefty ladies. So. Yeah. And then um, uh, swing weights, a standard swing weight coming in at C6, which is a little lighter than the uh, standard swing weight that you'll find on Big Bertha B21. Um, talk to me about why that is designed that way. Yeah, so swing weights, it's an interesting thing because you have a lot of people really focused in on swing weight. Um, and something that's really cool that people don't know is that here at Callaway, if you place an order with us and you request it to be swing weighted to what you prefer, we're going to make every effort in our uh pocket to, to be able to do that for you. Um, and so it's at that lighter swing weight to make it easier for women to just kind of swing the club. It needs to be weighted right. for them. And so that C6 number is what we found in research is going to work well for this golfer. And I think um, as a player's club head speed or player's strength um, goes up, I think the swing, uh, swing weight becomes a little more sensitive or a little bit more important for that player. But as 
and on the lower end from a, a strength standpoint, overall weight becomes a bigger critical factor. Absolutely. So having um, lighter overall weight with a lighter swing weight, um, especially at the slower uh, uh, swing speed end of the spectrum, um, it's not an accident. That's, that's by design because that's what we've seen um, helps, helps players uh, with, with slower speeds hit it, uh, generate as much clubbing speed as possible and hit a little higher and farther. Definitely. Um, all right, so shifting gears to the irons, um, I'll ask you the same question. Walk me through a little bit of uh, the design differences that we were looking at for the irons. Yeah, so you're going to notice um, it still has that thicker sole um, that we are known for with this big Bertha package. Uh, it's, it's specifically designed with progressive lengths, so we feel like that's going to be help really helpful with women, um, being able to kind of create a little bit more length as we go down in loft. Yeah, so, so the example for that would be the difference in length between the pitching wedge and the approach wedge is only a quarter inch. But then when we get to the higher end of the bag between the five iron and the six iron, it's a full half inch. Yeah. So, so that helps with yardage compression. So eliminating yardage compression because uh, one of the common things, and we talk about this for every golfer, is at some point in your bag when you go down to the next iron, you will not get the full 12 to 15 yard difference that, that you want. And that may be because it's longer and it's harder to find the middle of the face. It could be because the, you're not generating enough uh, spin, so it's falling out of the air. It could be that you're not hitting it high enough so that it's falling out of the air. Um, and so at that point, that's where typically we would want to break the set. So progressive lofts and progressive lengths helps with uh, pushing out the yardage compression a little bit farther. But then uh, to connect the woods and the irons, we've got the Rev uh, hybrids. Yes. So I think this is great. I think a lot of manufacturers kind of stop at that six, seven hybrid. We go as far deep as an eight hybrid and being able to offer women the opportunity to hit more hybrids and woods once we get to that category and to kind of build their own set that's best for them. It kind of goes back to fitting and why that's so important, right? If you find out that you hit a hybrid better than you do a five iron, go with it. Um, if you find out that the, the gapping that you see um, is much stronger with a certain fairway wood over a hybrid or a certain iron over a fairway, whatever it might be to build your perfect set. It's all about one, being comfortable with the club that you have in your hand, but then also two, just seeing the numbers. Like I said, I think gapping is a huge issue if you just purchase um, a rack off, or set off the rack. Right. And I can tell you, um, this is just a personal anecdote. When I played golf with, with my own mom, uh, it is seven hybrid all the way to the green. Then maybe <laughs> it's a sand wedge and the putter. So yep. some, that's how some golfers choose to play because it's something that they know they can launch the hybrid higher. And uh, there's no rules. You don't get any points for the way you get the ball in the hole. It just matters that you get the ball in the hole. So true. I didn't hit a driver for my first, like, probably four years of playing this game. Just because, wow. yeah, I was, it was, I was so much more comfortable with um, a three-wood. And I could hit it just as far as a driver. And I wasn't really, I was working more on kind of the consistency and getting those perfect, perfect strikes in the center of the face before I wanted to even take that step towards going towards the driver. Right. And now you're playing, you know, one of the most aggressive drivers in the game of golf. <laughs> so, Look at me now. <laughs> yeah, you've got, you're, you're playing a driver that's way too much driver for 95% of our <laughs> listeners, including myself. So impressive stuff. Um, let's talk about uh, shaft options. Um, always a popular thing. And, uh, 
yeah, I guess, uh, what are we looking at into for the woods and for the irons? Yeah, so, well, it's great to note that um, our stock option is going to be the RCH shaft, uh, known for uh, Mr. Richard C. Helmstetter, uh, here famously known in R&D, and so we just thought it was great to bring the shaft back, continue with his namesake there. Um, and then also, um, we do offer still the no upcharge options that we offer like consistently. So there's so many different options, um, but knowing that we're coming in strong with this 40 gram uh, option for the driver is going to be huge, I think, for women. I Honestly, I was in a training event and a, and a lady stood up and she said, can you just please make a 40 gram one? And here mm -hmm. we are. So I want to call out that lady in the Ibis. Hopefully she's watching. <laughs> we did adjust for you. Um, but right. no, it's something that yeah, I think you need to kind of perfect to be able to bring this to life. And, and we feel really confident that we've done that here. And I think I'd like to add, um, uh, well, actually, I'm going to get to that in one second. Before I get to that, I want to talk about the color. Color yeah. is a big deal. And <laughs> when you look at the landscape of female clubs, you see pink, you see teal, you see purple. Uh, so I got to ask, you know, uh, why did you go with, uh, it looks like almost like a cobalt blue. Yeah. Um, honestly, it goes back to some more research that we've done. So uh, there's a, like I mentioned this earlier, there's a women's task force group here at Callaway and uh, the lovely Kim Easton who handles all of our surveying and just kind of getting that data. She pulled that together and blue was the number one most requested color, which is crazy. So um, I think women are tired of seeing the pink and the purple and they're looking right. for more maybe down to earth colors. And honestly, the colors on these clubs are just beautiful. They're just stunning and they're clean looking. Um, and that's kind of what your everyday woman wants. So we listened to the research and we took the majority rules on that one. And that's how we settled on this blue color. And I just want to add, this is an anecdote that's totally unrelated to the fitting room. But this past year with our OGO brand, we launched a brand new line of women's golf bags that are designed completely for women by women, um, like all female golfer designers, female focus groups, uh, female surveys, and the uh, color palette. You didn't. You would not see pink. You'd not see purple. You uh, there was an aqua kind of a teal, but um, that was by request. Um, and this year, it's been the market now for uh, I don't know six months or so. And would you guess what the number one color of a golf bag is in that line? I'm gonna guess black. You're right. You nailed yeah. it. Yeah. So it's black. And uh, so anyway, so. Uh, obviously for the, the women listening to this episode, I don't need to tell you that, you know what you like, but for any of the men out there who are thinking of getting their wife or their girlfriend or their daughter, a golf bag or golf clubs, uh, this year, uh, you know, just keep this in mind. Maybe don't just think pink is, is, uh, right. But, um, anyway, just a, uh, uh, a fun story that, um, I think it's, it's really great. Uh, at least what I've seen in uh, my day job as well is, the amount of effort that Callaway is going into to uh, create products that golfers want and all golfers and not just assuming um, that every golfer is the same and not just assuming that all uh, men want black and blue and girls want pink and purple. Totally. And I think honestly, the OGO team was what kind of opened my eyes when I first started. That was the first sales meeting I went to was that there was a stat that there was 6 million golfers are female and that's everything from gals going to, um, Top golf. Maybe they're just getting into the game. Maybe they're just returning to the game. Maybe they're just picking it up. And there's so many more. I almost feel like that stat has to be updated after COVID. Yeah. 
because of how many just starter sets people have sold and, yep. and people just really getting the bug that this is the only thing you can really do that's socially distant now. So um, you have to imagine that stat's gone up since then. It has to, for sure. Yeah, you, uh, buying like a uh, beginner package set is the hardest. It's, you know, it's the, they don't exist anymore. They're all sold out everywhere. Uh, uh, okay, so one uh, final note that I wanted to mention is uh, Big Bertha Reba is specifically, or Big, yeah, is specifically a uh, designed for the female golfer, but it is a super game improvement club option. So, so help us um, for the women that are listening who maybe like yourself played college golf, played high school golf, or you know is um, let's say you know single single digit or close to it handicap. Um, talk to the talk to me a little bit about your recommendations for them in terms of getting set up with with clubs. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned it. Uh, Big Bertha Reva is super game improvement. Honestly, on the fairway woods, the hybrids, and the driver, you can see that offset like so visibly that that is going to make that club go left. Like you are looking for a right to left shot shape with that. Um, and just, you know, in fitting in general, I think you nailed it. We have so many different options. We have everything from if you're like myself and you want to swing a Maverick Sub-Zero driver, we have that for you. Um, we still have the Maverick Women's. We have the Maverick Women's high launch. We have uh, Big Bertha Reva. Um, we have maybe potentially something else coming with Uh-oh. the Big Bertha Reva brand. Teaser. Um, teaser, teaser. Um, we have so many different options for women. And I think that makes it so great that it's not just your one, your one and two, right? You either grab the uh, package set that's sitting there on the wall or the only women's set that's left on the wall in a golf retail shop. There's so many different options. And I think it's so important to go get fit to find out what's best for you. Right. Um, and, and noticing that shot shape, you know, if you, if you notice that you're fall into that category of 80% of people that struggle with slicing the ball, maybe this product is best for you. Maybe you should give it a shot. So. Uh, well said, Kim. Um, we're, we're grateful you took the time to join us and I think you've earned yourself a return visit Whenever, um, you know, this, te- this tease that you uh, left out there comes, comes to reality, we're allowed to talk about it. We'd love to have you back here on the pod. I'd love to be back. Thank you for having me. All right. So if you have any questions for us about the Big Bertha Reva line or about uh, women's fitting in general, um, you can always hit us up on Twitter. You can go to the Callaway community, callawaygolf.com slash community. Head over to the Fitting Corner thread. All of your questions will be answered there. The best questions we pull out, bring on to the podcast, also bring on to our live show that we do on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio every Monday night at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back this uh, coming Monday taking your fitting questions live on air. So if you have a question, um, that's always a great way to get it answered. You can also, at any time, book a Callaway distance fitting. If you, if you don't want to wait for a Monday or you want more time than the uh, live radio producers will allow for us to talk to you. You can schedule a 30-minute uh, fitting with a Callaway Certified Master Fitter. Talk about what's in your bag, what you're thinking about should go in your bag, and they do a really, really nice job of getting a thorough recommendation down to the specs where all the way to, you know, everything from swing weight to lie angle. Um, it's really a, a, an awesome program, and it comes at the price of on the house, so you can't beat that. Um, The Fitting Room Podcast is part of the Callaway Golf Podcast Network. Uh, No episode is possible without all of our producers, uh, Jen Turk, Trevor Miglarino, and Tyler Sheehan. We'll be back next week with more from the Fitting Room Podcast.